Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. This uh, week we have another host from all the way down under Australia and her name is Annie Lou. Annie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi Jasper, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm in uh, Ho Chi Minh City at the moment. Oh wow. And, uh, it's, uh, are you, tra- it's, it's are you cool. traveling at an Airbnb venue at the moment? You know, I'm actually staying in a, uh, a house that a, a few friends of mine uh, rent. And they are renting out the rooms, but they're not using Airbnb. So obviously, when I came here, the first thing I told them was to uh, to use Airbnb. And I think now they're considering it. So Fantastic. <laughs> it's funny. Everyone I talked to, I, I, I tried to convert them into Airbnb hosts. Yes, I think it takes a while to get people's um, understanding of what Airbnb is all about. And I think it always helps. Uh, when you know a friend um, that does Airbnb, and I think that's the the first confidence you have in in putting your own property on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think that's very true. As with uh, most things in life, I think that uh, people are unfamiliar with. Once they figure out that a friend or uh, an acquaintance is is doing it and, and having success with it, then uh, it becomes uh, a lot more appealing suddenly yeah yeah totally i mean that's definitely how i got started (laughs) um yeah uh, i know that um because of my sister-in-law in in toronto and my friend ali in sydney uh who's a huge um airbnb uh, got a number of properties on airbnb and so i've always been saying you should do it you should do it you should do it so that's how i got started yes and then ellie was on the podcast last week so Oh, fantastic! She, she yeah. was. She's a very. Uh, she sounds like a very inspiring woman. <laughs> she really knows what she wants, and she has all the confidence. So, um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's just one of those personalities. Yeah. So, so Ellie runs uh, a lot of listings. Uh, she's uh, she's a very strong business mentality. Uh, what about you? Do you, are you the same way, or or how did you get started? Uh, well, I. I got started because I had to do a lot of interstate trips um, from Melbourne to to Sydney. My dad uh, is terminally ill and I sort of got to the point where um, I just have to move over there and sort of spend more time with him and, you know, and I guess I was uh, leasing out my apartment in Melbourne um, and it's one of those uh, locations where it's just central to everything. It's right in the middle of the CBD, right across uh, from the train station and tram stop. And for the longest time, I always thought this would be the perfect location for a traveller. And me and my husband are huge travellers. We, we go travelling 
um, every year all over the world. So it was just one of the things I always wanted to do was to test out um, my apartment on uh, how well would it do on Airbnb. So um, that's that's really how it got started. Um, yeah. And how is uh, how's it been going so far? It's been going amazing. Um, I think within three weeks when I posted my apartment um, on Airbnb, I had it um, booked for three months solid with only probably probably about um, probably about ten nights vacant vacancy over the three months. Wow. So I put it, um, yeah, I put it advertised in September and October through to December through to January the 2nd, I had it, I had it booked out solid. Wow. So I was just blown away. Like my app, there's a little noise when, you know, when you get an inquiry just, <laughs> and then, and then booking it, I was just blown away. And I was like, oh my God, this is just so easy. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, just in terms of um, booking it out. So uh, because and because I advertised uh, probably about probably about six weeks before the first person was checking in, it gave me a bit of time to actually um, work out how I would manage it remotely, interstate wise, and I'm also overseas as well. So it just gave me a bit of time how how I was going to do that. Work out how I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. So did you? Uh... Did you start out with a very competitive price um, to be able to to get so many bookings so quickly? I did. Um, I did. I I did a very competitive price. So I did some research on Airbnb, what similar CBD properties were charging. So I would charge something um, a little bit lower, but only um, on sort of during the, the early in the week. So sort of um, those rates I would apply on a, on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then um, I guess for the rest of the week, I would have charged a, uh, a, 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 uh, just a, the, 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 a competitive rate so that, you know, I would, a similar property, um, I would still match what they're doing. So, yeah, so that was um, my, my strategy at the time. Yeah. Right. And then when, when you got so many bookings, did you yep. did you decide to raise the prices? I did, I did. Um, I tested it and I sort of raised um, the prices um, right after New Year's. After it was all, I kept you know um, just raising the prices to see what people were willing to to book. And I noticed sort of um, all the properties around that area sort of went up as well. So. Um, yeah, so I, I did some, yeah, so, and it, and it still got booked out. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm really, 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 really happy with the results and, um, just keep testing and, um, refining what people, um, what people, what do they want to see, um, as, as value for money in that location. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a really good strategy to start off with. Um, you know, because for the long term, you need to build your reputation. You need to get reviews. You need to get bookings, because you need to get uh, become visible in the in the search results. And so, to get a lot of bookings at the start is really useful. And one way to do that is to, you know, to offer a, a very competitive price. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I noticed in your calendar is that you you don't really vary the price much over the the different months. Is is your location? Does it not have seasonality? Is it pretty much the demand is the same all year round? Or yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, Melbourne's one of those cities where there's always um, events, major events. Um, that keeps the, the demand for accommodation is extremely high. Um, so, you know, everything from Tennis Open, uh, comedy fe- we've got the comedy festival right now, the Grand Prix, uh, fashion shows. So it's just one of those cultural cities. And I've sort of haven't quite tested it to um, market according to um, that seasonal demand like it usually because I'm always booked out um uh you know last year was booked out sort of ahead of time I didn't really have a chance to really see because uh, because January was the tennis open and that just got booked straight away to actually increase the prices because I knew that there was a there was always going to be a huge shortage during that time because um, it's an international sporting event but yeah, so I haven't. I actually, um, yeah, I haven't. Um, I've kept the the, the pricing uh, quite consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I imagine for the uh, the Australian Open and the Grand Prix, I imagine the demand must go up a lot. And I think one, one good way to yeah. uh, to to kind of like get an idea of how much you can raise your prices is look at hotel prices. You know, if you look at yeah. if, especially yep. if you look at Booking dot com, they. Um, they they show how many the percentage of the hotel rooms that are booked, and uh, and sometimes it says like oh hotel prices are like fifty percent more expensive for your or this this period is like you know has seventy percent more visitors etc. So it's always a good tool to sort of look at. That is um, fantastic. Yep, definitely. Yeah. It's uh it's interesting. I was just talking to uh, the CEO of uh, Everbooked. Um, mm. in last week's episode or two weeks ago, yep. I can't remember, but, um, anyway, so, and so Everbooked has an algorithm that calculates optimal prices based on all sorts of data that they, that they sort of gather from airlines, from hotels, from listings around your neighborhood. And, you know, and they, uh, they actually connect to your calendar directly and they manage all the pricing for you. So. Mm. Wow, which is pretty I awesome. I definitely have to get onto that straight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're uh, I think they're not in Australia yet, but you can definitely sign up uh, so that you can get yeah. notified. I'll put in a, a link. Uh, we uh, in the in the show notes. We they gave us a, a cool deal where you can get ninety days for free with no commitment to sign up. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. I, I want to try it myself, but I'm waiting for them to come to Amsterdam basically. Yeah, fantastic. That is, um, yeah, I mean, I always think about that, you know, with the the level of algorithms that they can do today, like it's it's incredible. Everything so, can be so integrated. Um, but, you know, it's, wow, so if there's a tool like that out there, that's that's perfect for all Airbnb users. Yeah, exactly, because it's, it's really hard to, to sort of calculate these things, you know. You can't really yeah. do it as a host. I mean, hotel companies have you know, teams of statisticians and like, you know, 
geniuses like with computers yeah. calculating what the price should be you know and like you can't like we can't do this by ourselves you know yeah yeah <laughs> that's fantastic oh i'm really excited about that now <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's cool I'm, I'm excited too um but uh let's talk about uh some some other things um i i, I noticed you're you're a super host yes that's pretty cool i'm very jealous because I'm missing like three percentage points on my five star reviews. So Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I didn't I had no idea what a super host was. Um until I think a couple of weeks ago I got a um Airbnb mug sent to me and a postcard. And it says, um, thank you for being such a great host and just to let you know you're a super host. And I had no idea what a super host was, so I had to go Google it and get on the Airbnb website. So, oh my God, that's yeah, funny. it's really that's really nice. Um, yeah. Well, the obvious question, of course, is because I'm sure there's plenty of people listening who also want to be a super host, including myself. So, give us the secret. How do you become the a super secret. host? I think the secret is um, really finding out what your guests, what sort of a travel experience that they're looking for. And um, I'm really lucky because I'm, I'm, I'm always really curious because I, I love traveling so much myself. So I'm always curious what, what is the experience um, my guests want. Um, so, you know, just little things, if I know that they've had a really, really long flight um, and they're people that like sort of wine and cheese I'll actually leave some wine and cheese um, as a surprise or whether it's just a chocolate. Um, I had a lady that was traveling for a international health conference and it was her uh, 50th birthday. So I just had a little cake um, and uh, a sort of a, a signage that went all the way across from the room, uh, like little triangles that just said happy birthday. So just little things that um, I really I, lo I love surprises. Um, I drive my husband mad because he never knows what I'm gonna do for a birthday or anniversary. Um, I actually surprised him um, on one of his birthdays. I told him that we were going to Thailand, um, and so you know he packed all his clothes, and we actually were going to I don't know if you know have, if you've been to Australia, but We've got the um, Ayers Rock, which is like central Australia. And so we did this amazing nine-day trek and he was just like he just never knows. And, and that's what I like to give my guests. It's just a, a really nice surprise and I think it's just showing them that you're, you're thoughtful of, um, you're aware of um, what the experience, if they're there for work, whether they're there for just purely uh, touring, uh, whether they're meeting up with family, so all of that sort of stuff. Right. So to summarize, it's it's kind of like exceeding like the the expectations. Yeah. You know, I think people uh, when they book an Airbnb, they they have certain expectations of what right. you know of yeah. what they're what they're expecting, and once you go beyond that, I think uh, that's that's a really good way to. To make people really happy, as well as um, you know, building a uh, building a relationship, personal relationship with with the guests by communicating well and spending a little time with the guests when they arrive, if you, if you can. Because I mean, personally, I I always travel, so I I, I hardly ever get to meet my guests. But what what about you? Because I understand you 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 live in in Sydney right now, or yeah, I live in Sydney right now. So I've probably met. 
Um, I would say maybe five percent of my guests. Okay, so um, that yeah. So most of it is I do all the um, you know chatting and finding out uh, what do they need for their travel. Um, what what do they expect to have in the in um, at the apartment, and um, and then I have a, a friend, a couple of friends that actually um, come in to meet them and uh, give them the keys and give them the tour of the the place and what's you know and give them a little rundown of what's nearby. So yeah, so actually yeah, I do most of um, my uh, contact with them is actually just remote. And then I always check in while they're there as well. So, you know, every two days I sort of touch base to see how they're doing, if there's um, if they want any travel tips, if they want to go to some of the local uh, coffee coffee shops or local shopping places. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're, uh, you have some friends that help you out. Do you have a, do you hire somebody to clean the apartment? I do. I have a uh, uh, a cleaner, yeah, that I hire on a weekly basis. Okay, yeah, so so, so how do you weekly. how do you manage that? For example, I do I do it this way. Um, my my cleaner she comes in to the apartment a few hours before my guests arrive, and then and so she cleans it, and then she waits for the guests to arrive, and then she, you know, checks them in, shows them around, etc. But do you, you, you but you have a separate cleaner? And a separate people who who will do the check-in. Yeah, so um, sometimes my cleaner does that for me. Um, so he does exactly the same uh, setup. He'll come a couple of hours and then he'll provide the keys and let them in. But I also um, have a, a friend that he's also another Airbnb host um, that likes that when I'm away that he just provides that sort of extra touch. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, you know, and, and he's very similar to me who's very curious about people. So he'll sort of really, you know, uh, get to understand them, uh, find out a bit about them and really give let them know, you know, he's the local contact um, and, you know, if there's anything, you know, they're, they're happy to, if they can't reach me, they can reach him. So, um, yeah, so he, he sort of he helps me out and, you know, I, I help him out when I'm back in Melbourne for his property. So we have that oh, sort of mutual relationship going. So I think there's a lot of benefits um, meeting other hosts because, you know, um, I guess you have a le- level of uh, quality that you want to provide to all your guests. And sometimes um, if, if you're not a host yourself, you just don't have that level of understanding. So I think it always helps to um, yeah have have a have a group the way you can just show share ideas and yeah so I share my ideas with him and and um, Brett shares ideas with me about you know what he thinks about and we just share stories about you know guests and you know uh, sometimes you know some unexpected what do you do in unexpected situations because I've had a couple of those I was I've had um, an incident just before Christmas where my apartment got flooded. So, um, yeah, so, and then knowing what to do with that and how do I contact Airbnb and how do I make sure that my guests it hasn't ruined their entire holiday. So stuff like that, it's always useful to have, um, I guess, resources that you can um, depend on while you're away. Because at the end of the day, you know, the, all of those things, you know, they affect your ratings as well um, if they have, you know, not a, a not so great experience. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a brilliant idea to uh, mm. to team up with some uh, some other Airbnb hosts in your neighborhood, and you can even form like a little group of four or five people or something, and then um, you know just kind of look out for each other, help each other out when you're not in town. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a great idea. And by the way, I really want to know a little bit more about this flooding situation because that must have been <laughs> a bit stressful. Oh my goodness, it was um, it was crazy. It was uh, I think it was uh, two days before Christmas. I had a, a UK couple that were booked my apartment for uh, the month, um, and one of my air conditioning pipes burst. And it started flooding uh, the apartment. And I think um, I got a call at 3 a.m. in the morning from my guests saying, um, Annie, I don't know what to do. There's water coming through the lights and uh, leaking down the walls of the bathroom and onto the floor. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so it was just, um, okay, um, you know, turn off. And it's just methodically going through, okay, from a safety perspective, what are the first things you need to do? So sort of, um, you know, turning off power, checking out. Um, so I called, you know, I've got a building manager in my apartment so that I could, and I have a great relationship with him as well. So calling him, him coming over to inspect uh, the air conditioning leak, um, calling um, some air conditioning technicians to come out. So all of this, um, it's amazing what you can do remote these days. I'm so grateful for mobile technology um, and just having, I guess, relationship, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, um, with um, tradespeople that are handy that I've used previously. So uh, they were able to come out to uh, stop the to stop the leak. Um, but my poor guests, there had been um, buckets and buckets of, you know, uh, water uh, around um, the, the water the water bursting um, and just, you know, um, nonstop for like four hours putting water into the bathtub, into the toilet, trying to get rid of the water. And um, I was really, really lucky. I actually um, flew down to, to meet them because I was so um, – worried like I was so oh my god what are they gonna do they're gonna um so you know I organized a separate accommodation for them and I managed to book another Airbnb um place that they wanted um so just yeah working through with them and um yeah you know I took them out for drinks and they were sort of this could have you know really turned like a you know the holiday from hell um but you know and and like they've they've actually invited me over to the UK to come visit them so you know it was just we laughed about it in the end but i think it's just how fast you can respond and react and knowing that you're not just going to leave your guests in in this mess and that you know uh you could communicate with them what you're actively doing to you know to sort of change the situation so were able to organise hotel through Airbnb, so I had them help me out. I'm like, I don't know what to do in this situation. Um, so they were able to do all the uh, refunds back, all the financing. Um, yeah, so it just – and then, you know, rebook. So they weren't out of pocket in any way. And, yeah, and, um, yeah, in the end I sort of, um, yeah, took them out for drinks and booked some massages and, yeah, um, just really just responding to the situation. Mm -hmm. So, but it was very, very stressful at the time. I can That's imagine. That's all I can say. That's yeah. good that Airbnb helped you out. Yeah. Yeah. But, they, um, but in think... the end, you did lose the, 
the reservation amount, I assume, right? I did. Uh, I lost the reservation and it took me probably a week to fix the um, the, the leak and the damage done. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and then I'm. Uh, it was managed to sort of book it out um, for the rest of. So I was out by week, um, and then it was totally booked out um, for the rest of for the next uh, the next three months after that. So right. Um, yeah. So because it was already booked, um, I just had to make sure by the next booking, um, I was going to have all of the the repairs and the and the. Um, all the repairs completed and and fixing up the the leak the leak issue. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was really I was really really lucky actually. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know what I what I found when something happens because something's yeah. bound to happen at some point, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good. Gosh, I think, yeah. I think when your guests can tell that you really put in the effort to try and um, help them and you know trying to make their experience as good as possible and then. When this happens, you're trying to resolve their situation. I think, uh, you know, I think that will, uh, they really appreciate that, you know, and then you can prevent um, sort of uh, any conflict or, or, or issues or whatsoever. Yeah, and, and I think um, it was really good to learn uh, what the Airbnb process was because I didn't know how it all worked or what they had the capacity to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mine was sort of, okay, just work through what does the guest need right now and sort of address their concerns. Mm -hmm. and, it, um, and, and I guess an experience like this really helps you shape um, how important it is to have a backup plan when, when something does go wrong, doesn't matter yeah. what it is, um, and two, knowing that, um, you know, if you contact head office headquarters, um, they, they, they helped with everything. So they booked, um, you know, the new hotel. I just had to give them, I had already done all the research so they could book the hotel that they wanted. They could, um, rebook using the, the credit, um, refunding the, uh, the guest's credit and booking the new Airbnb accommodation. And I sat there with them looking at, okay, where, you know, where else would you like to book from there? And, you know, sort of, sort of went through, did that for them. But um, the back end, they actually just, yeah, the Airbnb headquarters just made it all happen. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, so it really helps working through as a backup plan. So now that I know if anything happens, I know that I can call the headquarters, look, this is what's happened, it's emergency situation. Um, yeah, and, and knowing to, to know that as a resource. Yeah, it's good um, to hear. It's yeah. good to hear something positive about the uh, sort of the customer support because yeah. I've, been, I've been getting a lot of complaints from from hosts and from also people who travel with Airbnb that they find it hard to contact Airbnb. It takes a long time for them to get back to you, and uh, and so it's good to hear that uh, you know that in your case it it, it worked out well. Yeah, it worked out really well. I um I sent an inquiry through my app. Um, I sent an email and also did a phone call. So I was like, hey, I sent an inquiry through email and through my app. Can you help me? And, um, yeah, so I was really lucky. I think um, it goes from the customer service team to a different team. Um, and I think it's an emergency response team or something that they were just all over it. They were constantly, if anything, they were trying to contact the guests 
and they couldn't get in touch with the guests at all um, because they were travelling and they didn't have an Australian number. So all of those sort of challenges. So I was then being the middleman and um, keep doing all the communication to them because I would communicate to their son who would communicate back to them. So it was, yeah, it was, it was an interesting situation, but um, – but yeah, no, I had a I had a really really positive experience from headquarters, and I think just being able to articulate the problem and already I guess um, preempting what what you need. So I need this, need to work out the refund, um, need to rebook a new place, and need to book a hotel for um, for two nights because the place that they wanted wasn't available. So just if you, I think if you make it easy for them, then there's less work involved on, on their part what to work out you know wh- what's the situation or what do they need to do so yeah I had a great experience awesome well that's uh, that's really good to hear um, mm. well Annie it's been uh, it's been really fun talking to you and congratulations on your uh, your success with Airbnb it seems like Thank you're you really so happy with the situation and uh, well, yeah sorry yeah, well, I, you know, thank you so much for having me um, on your show and I look forward to all the tips that you've got. <laughs> yeah, and uh, talking about tips, uh, I recently launched a video course on, on Airbnb hosting. It's on udemy.com, which is a really cool platform with, uh, with 25,000 courses or something on there. Uh, so, oh, it's a, wow. so it's a cool yep. pl- platform uh, to check out. You can learn about pretty much anything. And uh, so I just launched a course recently, and um, I have a special promotion for those who are interested in taking the course. Uh, it, it's priced at $47 on Udemy, but if you go to getpaidforyourpet.com, you will find a special promotion. Um, just uh, scroll down when you get to the page and you'll see the free packages uh, you'll see uh, the book and also the book including the membership of the Airbnb Academy Facebook group and you'll also find the uh, the video course uh, for it's an early bird special and uh, I'm really looking for some some feedback on the course so I'd love to hear uh, thoughts of, of anyone who wants to take the course. I've tried to I've worked very hard to include as much information as possible in the video course and it also comes with uh, with membership to the Airbnb Academy Facebook group which has become really active with over 70 people participating. So any questions you have about Airbnb hosting you'll, uh, you'll be sure to get an answer there. So for those who are interested in the video course just go to getpaidforyourpet.com and you will Find the early bird promotion for twenty-seven dollars. And with awesome. that, with that said, uh, we have come to the end of this episode. So, Annie, thanks again for uh, for joining us today, and for the listeners. If you travel to Melbourne, make sure to uh, check out Annie's place. Uh, she's a super host, so uh, you're pretty much guaranteed that she will take care of you very well. Uh, I'll put up uh, the link in the show notes as well as a link uh, to, to sign up for, uh, for Everbooked uh, and get the 90 days uh, for free without any commitment to, uh, to sign up uh, for, their, for their membership, which I believe it costs only 1% of your revenue, so it's pretty cheap. Uh, 
So any last uh, any last final words for uh, for our listeners, any? Uh, final words. Um, yeah, I think um, if you look after your guests, I think your guest is going to look after you. And yeah, um, when you when you do uh, your when you upload your pictures of your um, apartment or your site, um, what's the standout difference um, from everything else in that similar location or similar service offering? If you can stand out. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's your biggest grab. I mean, for me, I was very lucky to do a, I have um, some graffiti in my apartment. I have an, a sort of, I call it a, an artsy uh, street art uh, spray painting um, in my main feature, as my main feature wall. So I think if you can stand out um, from the crowd, uh, I think that's the start. What a great piece of advice to end this episode with. Thanks, Jasper. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for, uh, for being in the show. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, tune in next week on Monday with another episode of Get Paid for Your Pet. See you later. Bye. Get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet.